What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Abby Wilson, and I serve as the Director of Guest Services. Whether this is your first time joining us or you've been listening for a while, we are so happy that you're here today. The way this works is I'm going to be reading today's scripture in its entirety, and then I'm going to give you some insights and maybe a takeaway or two. You know, we are currently going through a series walking through the books of the book of Acts and the Bible. We're only a few days in. This is just the third day. So if you want to go back and catch up, you're welcome to do that. But today we're going to be starting in chapter two. So let's read this together. This is Acts chapter two, verses one through 13. And I'm reading this from the English Standard Version. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven, and at this this sound the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language and they were amazed and astonished saying are not all these who are speaking Galileans and how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia Judea and Cappadocia Pontus and Asia Phrygia and Pamphylia Philia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others were mock but others mocking said, They are filled with new wine. Okay. So let's dive into this. First of all, let's define Pentecost. This was a Jewish feast that was held 50-50 days after Passover. It was the celebration of the first fruits of the wheat harvest. So remember, you know, we're we're still kind of coming off of Easter. I'm, I'm still feeling that. I know a little bit. We're just a few weeks removed from when we celebrated Easter here at New Vision. Remember, Jesus was crucified. He was the innocent lamb who submitted to death on our behalf right around this Passover time. You know, when I think of Passover, I'm always reminded of the Israelites in Egypt and how they spread the blood of an innocent lamb over their doorposts so that the angel of death would pass them by. And that's that's what Jesus did for us. And then three days later, Jesus was raised to life. And and that is what we celebrate as, as Easter or Resurrection Sunday. And then he remained on earth for 40 days. So if we look at this 50-day time, timeline, this this Pentecost being 50 days after Passover, from days 41 to 50, the disciples were left without. You know, Jesus had ascended and the Holy Spirit had not yet come, but there are some things that the disciples did know. 
in the Old Testament, Israel received the law, which was, you know, God giving Moses the Ten Commandments on the day of Pentecost. And here in the New Testament, this church that has been born is going to receive the Spirit on the day of Pentecost. This was a significant day in our Christian history, and the disciples knew what Jesus had promised them. In John, um, it's chapter 14, verses 16 and 17, Jesus says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him or knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. See, Jesus told the disciples this was coming. Everything that had happened so far, Jesus told them about. So they had no reason to doubt the coming of the Spirit would would happen as well. So that's just a little bit of the context for what Pentecost was and the significance of this date. The next thing that I want to talk about is I cannot get over this whenever I read this scripture. How cool is it? that all these people from every nation under heaven, as verse five tells us, they are together to celebrate Passover. They are suddenly filled with the spirit. Can I want to imagine this in like a real time contextual way. So imagine with me for a minute that you are in Titan stadium and it holds a lot of people and it is filled. It is filled up. You might be there with a group of friends. So, you know, a few, a few people there, but the vast majority of the people you don't know. And imagine that you can't even understand them because they have a different language or different dialect than you. And then all of a sudden, a rushing wind comes in, a rushing wind, a mighty wind comes in. There is a movement of God. And suddenly, even though you are still speaking your language and they are speaking their language, you understand each other. You have common ground. You are together for a common goal. You are worshiping your God, both of yours, and as verse 11 tells us, telling you're telling about his his mighty works. Can you even imagine it? Can you can you even try and put yourself there and try to envision the magnitude of such an event? I want to. I want to imagine it, but it is so hard for me to picture it. I just I, I, I so desperately wish that I could have been a part of that just to, to feel the greatness of that moment. Because today we are in a world that there is so much dividing us. Every single issue in our current society has a dividing line. And I've got friends on, on all sides of all issues. This is a hard world that we are currently living in. But just for a second, imagine yourself in that moment and sit in the awesomeness of our God who caused thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people to praise him all together with one accord, to recognize his power, his might, his amazing nature, and to realize the gift of the Holy Spirit that he gave us. You know the disciples didn't want Jesus to leave them. You know that. They said that. 
but he knew, he knew how much better it would be that he could in the power of our triune God, God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy spirit, instead of living beside us, he could live inside us. You know, following Christ can seem radical for, for those that, that don't know scripture, that don't believe in God, that, that don't live this Christian life. It seems crazy. It can seem crazy But here we are. I hope that you are in the place that I am where you are choosing to follow and live, live your life. And I live my life in a way that does not go with the social norm of today. More and more that dividing line gets wider and wider and wider. But I'm constantly reminded of what new commandment Jesus gave us, that we love one another. So how can we, while being set apart, love one another? We are so quick to jump to judgment. I know I am. It it's it's in my nature. It's in my nature to kind of to go that way in my in my sin and in my flesh nature. I'm not saying that it's an easy task. Again, I know it's not my natural bend, but let's try to look at each other through a lens of love, remembering that as we know we are created in the image of God, so are others. And as much as God loves us, he loves them too. Just as Jesus died for us, he died for them too. It's hard to not live a selfish life, but when we can surrender and we can trust that Jesus did what he said he would do, which he did, we can live in that freedom. And we have this gift of the Holy Spirit inside of us. All you have to do is surrender your life to him, put your faith and trust in Christ And know that you are being filled with the Spirit that was promised to you. He promised to send it. And as soon as you accept Him, that Spirit is in you. And it can help with this. He's our helper. The Spirit is here to help guide us. We do not have to do this alone. You know, one of the things that we say around New Vision a lot is is don't do life alone. And, And in that reference, we're talking about being in community, being in small group making sure that you're kind of following that discipleship process of of worshiping and connecting with others and serving together and having these as-you-go relationships. But I'm thinking right now in this moment, don't do life alone. We don't have to. We don't have to because if you believe in Christ, the Spirit is in you, helping you, guiding you. Lean into that and let Him love you. I hope you have a great day today. I hope you will join us back tomorrow as we continue on in this study of the book of Acts. Y'all be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.